The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies, do good, and lend, expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High. For he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure that you give will be the measure you get back. The Gospel of the Lord. of the true and living God. Amen. Please be seated. I will never forget the day when I was preaching on a text similar to the one that we just heard, a text which called us to be people who forgive. And then after the service, one of the women from the church that I knew came up to me. And that time when you're shaking hands and greeting, she leaned forward and she said, but I cannot forgive. It's impossible. And then she went on to tell me the story of something that was said or done. I think it was one of her relatives who had done the offense. And she said, so you can see, I cannot forgive. It's impossible. And she had this look of defeat, of sadness. The readings, like what we just heard today, these lessons, some of the most important teachings of Jesus are some of the most challenging, if we really take them to heart. There's a real liability here if you're a preacher who wants to practice what you preach, too. But we hear these words when Jesus says to love your enemies, bless those who curse you, 
to give without any hope of anything being given back, to be merciful as God is merciful to us, and to forgive knowing that we have been forgiven. We hear this and we think, this is wonderful, this is for us, this is how we want to live, how everybody should live, until we get to the point where we put this into practice and we realize how hard it is. You may have heard the saying, the Christian faith has not been tried and found wanting, it has been tried and found difficult. Or not tried at all. But I want to introduce to you a concept that is a familiar concept, but for us to use it in this, this, uh, in this setting, the concept is practice. It's a word that we use a lot, we hear it a lot. You think about when you speak about a doctor, it's somebody who practices medicine, and a lawyer is somebody who practices the law. Wouldn't it be great if we spoke about people of faith as somebody who practices faith. It's like that hymn, they'll know we are Christians by our love. Well, they should know we are Christians by our practices. It's by the way that we walk, the way that we live, the way that our actions speak for what we do believe and who we know in Jesus. So Brian McLaren, the Christian writer and speaker, has spoken about practice, and he defines practice as being like this. Practice means to do something that is within your power today so that you will grow, become stronger, to be able to do something more difficult in time. So for an example, I think about my sister, who is a marathon runner, who is totally crazy, she, she does this a lot. She's run, I think, nine marathons at this point. Some of them have been Boston marathons where you have to run a marathon just to qualify to run that marathon. And I think about what it takes to be a marathon runner to run 26.2 miles. You don't just wake up and do that. You know, there are some in this room that could be capable of running a marathon and yet probably not tomorrow. You start with a shorter run, something that you can do. Then you rest a little and you run again another day and it, you can run longer and ro longer. And only through practice and patience and time and humbly applying yourself do you get to the point where you can actually do that hard thing and run the full 26.2 miles. Brian McLaren talks about it in terms of some of the Christian practices too. Um, you know, we're coming up on Lent and a lot of people give things up for Lent. You can give up sweets. Uh, I knew a, a youth group kid at my previous church who gave up high, uh, high fructose corn syrup. That's what she gave up. It means looking at a lot of labels and when you're a teenager, you know, that's a big thing to give up. So when you give something up for Lent, that's an ancient Christian practice called fasting. And when you do it, it's not about the thing that you gave up. It's about the opportunity every time you make that choice to be mindful and to grow your ability to be in control, to do the things that you will yourself to do with intentionality. So Brian McLaren says, you know, he enjoys eating, he likes donuts. When he gives up donuts for a period of time and he's fasting, 
It's not about the donuts. It's about him then being able to grow so that then when he gets a nasty email from somebody, he doesn't respond in kind. But he has grown as a person because of it. So we need to embrace this way of going forward if we're going to have hope. And I, I actually want to introduce an idea for, for all of us here for this time of Lent. You know, this is an interesting time where the world is starting to come back to in person more and more. And it's nice because it corresponds to when the weather is getting brighter and brighter. You know, the word Lent is actually rooted in the word lengthen because the days are lengthening with, which, with each day that passes as we get closer to the brightness of Easter. And I actually look forward to Lent every year. It feels good to take something on intentionally, either to give something up or to take something on that you do. Um, what I often choose is that I give up not exercising at Lent, <laughs> which, which builds and, and feels really wonderful. But I want to introduce to the people of St. John's at this time where we have had to worship apart, we've had to be apart, we've had fellowship over Zoom, we've done our best. But now more and more we are able to be together. Not everybody can, but for those of us who can be in person, and I'm looking at the camera now, <laughs> for those of us who can be in person, wouldn't it be a great thing this Lent for us to choose to commit to coming every Sunday? to give up staying home for Lent, for every Sunday in Lent. And what a gift it would be for all of us to be able to be with one another. When I think about what is religion, religion is practice in community, where we are practicing side by side with one another. And when we gather physically and we pray together and we sing together and we confess together and we receive bread and wine together. We bless one another and we encourage each other in the practice that will continue when we walk out these doors and continue into the rest of our week. So looking at the world today, it's discouraging. We see the way that people are at odds with one another. Forgiveness is not happening. Love is not happening. Mercy is not happening. And we hear the teaching of Jesus on a day like today, we might say, that's just impossible. But I want to remind you that each of us, we have things that we can do that are within our power today that may be small. But by doing those things, by practicing them, we will grow so that we will one day be able to do things much harder, things like forgiveness. And if we do it together, that growth and that goodness will be magnified. It may become contagious, like a virus that will spread. And what would it look like if we each who claim Christianity took steps every day to live like Jesus taught us to live, to let the way of love become our way of life. Things that look like they are impossible for the world right now could become possible after all. Amen.